Hello, Mockingbird community. My name is Jason Thompson, and it is my great honor to deliver the devotional word this week. And the verses that I've chosen for my devotional reading come from 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 7, 8, and 9. And I'd like to read those for you. So the Apostle Paul writes, So to keep me from being conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So I chose these verses because over the years, these verses have been a great source of encouragement and comfort for me. So to give you a little bit of a background of what's going on in 2 Corinthians here, Paul is defending his ministry to the Corinthian church that he planted. And toward the end of the letter, he begins to enumerate the kinds of sufferings that he's gone through as an apostle. And I believe that he summarizes the fullness and the weight of those sufferings by describing it as a thorn in his flesh. But I don't think this is only specific to Paul as a special missionary from God. If you read 2 Corinthians in its full context, I think there's enough there to indicate that this is a picture of the normal Christian experience. We all have things in our lives that are what I like to refer to as the law in life. Namely, that God is working in and through the difficult things of daily living on a microcosmic as well as a macrocosmic level to bring us to the end of ourselves, to bring us to that despair moment that none of us would willingly choose to go to, to where we say life is just too much, but more specifically that the Christian life is too much. And I think this is very important because if we think about who's writing this letter, this is the great apostle Paul, who had said in one of his other letters, that if righteousness was a matter of law keeping, that I would be second to none. This is the apostle who rattled off all his credentials and said, listen, if it was a matter of how diligent you are and how righteous you are and how precisely you keep the letter of the law, Paul is saying that if that was the case, I could have been justified by my work. But instead, Paul says that in spite of all that, all my righteousness is dung, it's refuse. It means nothing before the Lord. And so I think what Paul is doing here in this passage, I don't think it's incidental that he indicates that he prayed three times for the thorn to be removed. And I think this calls to mind some of the great servants of God in the Old Testament, that if you're like me, you grew up in church being called to emulate. So for example, Daniel, the book of Daniel, it talks about how Daniel prayed three times to the Lord. And David indicates in one of the Psalms that he prays three times a day. And typically, at least in my own experience of the Christian life, I've heard these passages taught from the standpoint of saying, imitate this kind of a prayer life, this kind of diligent prayer life. Here's Paul inverting that concept that a diligent and fervent prayer life is that which gets us closer to God and that which facilitates sanctification. Paul is indicating that he prayed three times a day that the pain would stop, 
that the suffering would stop, that God would remove the, the tribulations from his life. Now, this is contrary to how Jesus instructed us to pray. And it's contrary to how Jesus himself prayed for the church. So when you look at the high priestly prayer in John 17, or when you look at the model prayer in the Sermon on the Mount, we're actually supposed to be praying in and through everything that God's will be done in our lives. We actually should be praying in the midst of our sufferings that we would get closer to God. And I'm going to be honest with you. I rarely pray like that. My prayer life probably 99% of the time sounds a lot like 2 Corinthians 12 here. My prayer life sounds a lot more like 2 Corinthians 12 than it does like the Sermon on the Mount, the Our Father prayer. And I take great comfort in knowing that someone like the Apostle Paul, someone who had more revelation than even the original 12 apostles had, that even he was brought to a point where he said, God, it's just too much. If the Apostle Paul could pray in a way of saying, not so much, oh God, in the midst of all this suffering and trouble, draw me closer to yourself, give me a greater revelation of you. If Paul could pray, Lord, just make the pain stop. It actually makes me feel a lot better about my weak and miserable prayer life. But what's even better about this passage is that even in the midst of Paul's extremely unbiblical prayer life, God gave him grace. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. God gave more grace to Paul in the midst of a weakened and broke prayer life. And he gives more grace to you in the midst of your weak and broken prayer life. It's finished. Be encouraged and be well.